Hey, it's us, everybody. Hey. Uh, we, uh, this is a little uh, intro. This episode that you're about to hear uh, was recorded uh, well before the uh, COVID situation got to the level uh, that it's at right now. Um, this was supposed to be our St. Patrick's Day episode. So now it's more of an Orthodox St. Patrick's Day episode, <laughs> which is now a thing. It was written into law, so yeah. now it's happening. Yeah, we uh, we thought about pushing it, uh, but we figured if we just kept pushing it, eventually it would become the July 4th episode, yeah, and that which... would just be weird, all the talk of Lucky Charms and uh, and Leprechauns and all of that Yeah, so of July. As you're listening to this episode, it is in the before time. It is in the easier days, uh, the days days when social distancing was not being practiced, uh, when washing your hands was optional, yeah, and when, when we all just TP'd our neighbors' houses with reckless abandon. Now look at us. Yeah. We're all paying the price for our folly. We so, certainly are. So yeah, so this episode is not going to talk at all about COVID because it wasn't a thing when we recorded it, uh, but I uh, hope you enjoy some some lighthearted uh, luckiness and uh, some, a charming episode. Uh, but we do have actually a COVID tip of the week for you, don't we, Donald? Tip of the week tip to you! Tip of the week to you! It's the same Patrick's Day episode, Boom. so we can like say top of the morning top to you. Top of the morning tip to you. Tip of the week to you. Yeah, so uh, today's tip of the week is get out of the stretchy pants. Yeah. We're in the middle of COVID, and COVID grows uh, when you don't wash your hands and when you wear stretchy pants. We yeah. don't, we know what got us into this situation. We have to wear form-fitting clothing so that we remember to stay fitting in it. Yeah, I think, you know, keep your routines as much as possible. I think that has been crucial for me um, to pretend like I'm getting up and going to work every day, uh, <laughs> getting up at the same time. Isn't that you with the, like a little briefcase? Like, <laughs> I walk out the <laughs> pretending door. Pretending to I, go downstairs I like behind a couch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But exactly. Stretchy pants are the devil's playground. Yeah. And we, this is not a month or two months of Thanksgiving break. These are days that actually count and matter in our health journeys. So don't let uh, stretchy pants be the enemy of the good right now. I saw a post uh, online recently where somebody wrote, my my boyfriend has been wearing sweatpants so much that he's calling his regular pants hard pants now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't uh, don't buy into it. It's, uh, it's just the media telling you what to do. Don't let stretchy pants prevail on this time. So enjoy this episode. Yeah, get out your, uh, your shillelaghs and your four-leaf clovers and your green uh, your green top hats and uh, enjoy a St. Patrick's Day-themed episode I'm of sorry. We Only People Look People of Ireland, we love you. Uh, thanks and enjoy. Here it is. Welcome to a magically delicious episode of We Only Look Thin. <laughs> I am Catherine Weigel. I'm full of luck, and I've yeah. luckily lost about 150 pounds. And with me today is my very lucky husband. And magically delicious husband, Donald Weigel. And uh, four years ago, I was full of all kinds of different marshmallows. There were blue <laughs> stars and green clovers and, and uh, purple horseshoes and... Uh, and crowbars or something, <laughs> but whatever kind of mushroom, uh, mushroom, whatever kind of marshmallow there was out there, I was full of it. Uh, but since then, uh, I have lost a hundred pounds, uh, a, a hair over, and uh, lucky. I, yeah, I'm super lucky. Oh, man, it was lucky. entirely luck that did it, and uh, I uh, have kept it off now for two years. Well, 
Congratulations. I was lucky enough lucky to keep it off enough. for two years. You know what? I think we really do think people are lucky. Yeah. Like, it's really interesting when we don't do the work, how we think luck is what made other people lucky. It turns out usually it was hard work. Yeah. But we like to think that it's luck. We sure do. Um, the reason we are talking about luck uh, partially is that if you're listening to this uh, when it first comes out, uh, the St. Patrick's Day week will be upon us. You know how they like it's Christmas week. Now it's now Saint, it's St. Patrick's, St. Patrick's Day week. week. And so our, our tips of the week, we will not remind you that green beer has the same amount of calories as normal beer and <laughs> that chocolate gold coins are definitely not worth the calories because they tend not to be very good. Wow. Was uh, that, were we actually just giving tips of the week? I don't know. Was I was just, just sort of pretend giving tips of the oh, week. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're not doing tips of the week. Uh, we week. always talk about how, you know, St. Patrick's Day or Christmas candy or Halloween candy is just candy when it's not on Halloween uh uh, those other things apply to St. Patrick's Day as well. But um, we did want to talk a little bit about, actually the entire episode, about luck and how we perceive luck in terms of health and fitness. Uh, but before we get into that, I wanted to give some fun facts about <laughs> oh <boy>. leprechauns. <laughs> I really hope we don't offend anyone in this episode. I feel like St. Patrick's Day is sort of a reason to just drink yeah. And Oh, it's an excuse, as if you need an excuse. Yeah. But, it's mostly um, just a drinking holiday. I went to Target yesterday and they had they have like their dollar or three dollar bins. Yeah. And they had like fun rainbow socks and all this stuff. And I was like, Oh, I'll get something for our daughter and they had, you know, glasses with beer glasses on them with fun shamrock things. I was like, I can't buy her beer. No. Like like beer eyeglasses, not beer glasses. But uh, yeah, it's not, I don't know, it's not the classic. I don't think you holidays. should be buying her either kind of beer glasses. No, 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 no. I don't either. But please tell us about leprechauns. I have done much research about this. <laughs> oh, I, he's our foremost researcher. I am probably on the foremost leprechaun. expert on this podcast about leprechauns. I've looked at as many as one website that contained <laughs> fun facts about leprechauns. And the first one that as uh, many as the first one that jumped out to me was there are no female leprechauns, which is really strange. Which brings what up are my the dudes doing? Of, according to this website, uh, that it the the lore is that leprechauns actually are fairies, and that leprechauns are the ones that got kicked out of the fairy colony, which is why they're so gruff and and you know unlovable. Wow, and difficult, yeah. Um, so that's why there are no females. Also, leprechauns are associated with handcrafts and come from a long line of shoemakers, <laughs> which begs the question. Please stay. Do, please. I promise we have good stuff to say on this podcast. Donald is a questioner. He likes to know things about many good things. things right now. <laughs> I think this begs the question. Are... Are leprechauns close relatives of the Keebler elves? <laughs> yes. I just figured that they were kinfolk. Yeah. I think that they, they might be. But nobody really talks about <laughs> that. Oh, my gosh. That. Why and don't we talk about more cookies coming from trees, by the way? I the idea know. of a tree. Oh, man. A cookie tree? A cookie tree. But you know how elves. people say, like, they're like, this doesn't grow on trees, you know. But, like, oranges and apples do grow on trees, and yeah. they still actually cost okay. quite a bit of money. I am going to digress because it's 50% my podcast. I am I'm not still... done with leprechaun facts. 
you were just talking about things growing on trees. All right, so all right. I'm going to talk about how I grew up thinking juicy fruit grew on trees because there were commercials with people with giant fruit baskets picking juicy fruits off trees. My grandparents had a delightful orchard in their backyard. You know, back in the Not late 70s, early 80s, the, the dictionary definition of gullible was you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm still mad. If you are angry, I know that there are other people who are mad that Juicy fruit does not grow on trees. Yeah. Uh, but this podcast also does not grow on trees, nor does your evidence about uh, leprechauns. Tell us more about leprechauns, why don't you? Okay, another another fun fact is there are actually conflicting reports about what leprechauns love more, gold or sugary breakfast cereals. <laughs> and if you go to the General Mills website, they clearly say that... Uh, leprechauns prefer sugary cereals, but I want to know, is General Mills even an actual general? <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, what sort of military Whoa. credentials does General Mills have? I Man, suspect- you should go on Star Search. I suspect that it's like <laughs> like Captain and Tennille, that it's like an honorary general oh, designation. okay. That General Mills is not a real general, so I'm not sure he's an authority. What about Captain Crunch? Don't tell yeah. me that he's not- no, Captain Crunch is a real captain. He's a, okay. he's a ship's captain. We've seen him like captaining a ship. Um, but my final fun fact about leprechauns it's is It's fun everybody. <laughs> this is all this is new to me too everybody. Just I'm just sitting I refuse enjoying... to tell Catherine that I was doing any of this before the episode. Um, but leprechauns have actually never helped anybody lose weight what? or get in shape. And I know that we we wish that a leprechaun would come along and we could somehow trick it into giving us its pot of gold or into granting us three wishes. And one of those wishes would just be that infinite we would be wishes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> or, yeah. Or you could be greedy and wish for infinite wishes, but that is not going to happen. And uh, one of my favorite quotes is actually from uh, Thomas Jefferson. And he says, I am a great believer in luck. I've found that the harder I work, the more I have of it. Um, boom. boom. So essentially, we we make our own luck. And my question is, you know, do you rely on luck? And why is it okay to believe in luck when we're talking about health and fitness when we don't really do that with other things that are skills that are learned? Oh, for sure. You know, it's like we don't rely on luck. We don't want our our airplane pilot to rely on luck or our criminal defense attorney. Like imagine if your criminal defense attorney was like, I've got my fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm that, feeling good about this That today. we're going to get a jury that is going to be on and, our side. And then you say something like, well, do you have the law and facts standing behind you for today? And they say, nope, just luck. Nope, we're just- Just luck be I've, a lady. I've got my lucky rabbit's foot though. You know, if if you were like learning knife throwing, like would you just rely on luck to do it, or or if you were a knife throwing target, you know, would you would you hope that the person had actually practiced? And for some reason, with losing weight, we just think that we should magically be able to do it, and that certain people are lucky that they just have a a fantastic metabolism, or that they just have, you know, a penchant for exercise, or that the pounds melt off of them in some dramatic way. And look, we have all met those people who can eat whatever they want, but they are few and far between. 
And the truth is, and what I have found, and it is a harsh truth, was that I just didn't know how to do this the right way. I didn't have the right mindset. I didn't have the skills, and I wasn't raised the way to learn, and I hadn't really practiced to do this the right way and actually accomplish it. Well, didn't you say that you saw when you were uh, in high school or something that you saw a teacher outside of high school? Like, usually you see a teacher in high school, yeah. but they were like at the mall, and you're like, wait a minute, my teacher does things not at school? Yeah. I feel like when we see someone who is successful, we just see the product of their success. We think Mary Lou Renton just jumped out of the womb doing backflips and getting perfect 10 scores. Like it wasn't practice. It wasn't dedication. It's just she was born that way. And we think- Yeah, she started, literally started practicing when she was a very small child and did it over and over and over again, you know, every day, as far as I know, for many years until getting to the Olympics. Right. And we think if we see someone, you know, we haven't seen them in five months and we see that they've lost weight- We go like, wow, lucky, must be nice, you know, getting back to the must be nice episode. We actually ran into someone at Target a number of years ago who had lost 100 pounds, Yeah, who who, uh, worked with Donald. And I was like, wow, boy, lucky, boy, if I only, you know, whatever amount of mistake. Yeah, it was super lucky that that happened. But we just see the result of a lot of effort. And we think that it's luck. But what we don't see is that it's actually effort over time and consistency. And we use the word luck to keep us from taking responsibility for our own lack of effort. We blame our luck or lack of luck on our circumstance. Yeah, like everybody has a story about why they haven't been able to hit their own goal weight. You know, I am too busy. I can't focus on that right now. I eat like everyone else. I must have a terrible metabolism. I'm Polish. I'm just so unlucky to be born Polish. And like, I can't not eat pierogies, like, you know, that whole thing. And the the truth is that, that we really do make our own luck. Now, there is chance that is a real thing in life. But I have a quote I found from an author named David Schwartz um, that I thought was uh, really applied well to this. We don't become successful simply through luck. Success comes from doing the things and mastering those principles that produce success. And what does that mean? That means that you have to actually work at your own luck. Bummer. <laughs> it is a super bummer, but nobody, you know, or or almost nobody just falls into being able to get their goal weight and maintain it and hit it. Like it takes work and practice. It you know, I had to try many, many things over and over again before I found a mindset and and a, and a plan that I constantly change that works for me. Well, and we grew up too. I mean, starting off with Lucky Charm cereal, which I don't think I've ever actually had it. I don't know. Uh, I've had Captain Crunch. I we did an episode. Feel called like Captain I had Crunch. it when I was a kid. I'm pretty sure I did, but it's been many yeah. years. But we grow up with magical thinking, and a lot of that is fun. Whether it's you know believing in the uh, tooth fairy or Easter bunnies. Um, we find I actually or leprechauns or leprechauns. Um, hey, I have some fun facts about leprechauns. Have you heard those? <laughs> Not again. <laughs> um, 
But like, I actually had a lucky rabbit, rabbit's foot when I was a kid. Yeah. That like, my grandparents gave me. Or you find a lucky penny, or you've got, if you have a sports team that you root for, you've got your lucky shirt or your, you know, terrible towels. Or I, I am terrible about that. I like, I, I have to do things in a certain way, you know, you know, and it's like, I, it has no effect on whether the team wins or not. But for some reason, I still do it. But um, I found an article uh, on a website, ChristoHarrison.com called The Fallacy of Luck. And he talks about luck being a state of mind. And luck is a confirmation bias. If you wake up thinking that you've got, you know, a lucky rabbit's foot, and it's going to make you lucky in your day, you have a mindset that says, I am lucky. If, in turn, you say, I have nothing but bad luck or wow, what that's inauspicious or that number is bad luck. Like number 13, everybody, can we talk about number 13 for a second? Yeah. No 13th floor, no 13th apartment, no 13th, whatever. Like it is absolutely crazy that in the year 2020 that we still have that, like we used to follow professional cycling and there were racers who would wear the number 13 upside down because they thought it somehow affected like this piece of paper that they got randomly, you know, the number 13 would affect how they raced. Well, and I think that it's like, well, if there's any chance that it is actually bad luck, that I'm just taking that extra step to make sure. But when we look at luck, we place blame and we don't take responsibility. Um, Christo Harrison also says luck is easier than effort because if we believe that it is some supernatural force that is guiding our success, then we don't have to take the blame when we don't see success happen. Yeah. Oh, I'm Polish. Oh, I'm too old. Oh, it's too late. Everyone else is luckier than I am. And none of it, you know, it's all a state of mind. Luck isn't a substance. Luck isn't on the periodic table. It's just a state of mind. And whether you believe you have good luck or bad luck, it sets your intention for your day and your actions. Yeah. And I don't know, uh, I don't want to step on uh, on what you were going to talk about, but I know before we, uh, we started recording, we were prepping this, you were talking about um, the liquid luck from Harry Potter. Right. Uh, we love Harry Potter. We do. Uh, all good people like Harry Potter. There were leprechauns in Harry <laughs> Harry Potter, too, at the uh, Quidditch World Cup. You are fixated (laughs) on these leprechauns. Uh, They're so fun. So in Harry Potter, there is a magical potion called Felix Felicis, which is supposed to be liquid luck. And whoever uh, drinks this potion will have a short burst of a very high likelihood of success. Um, but and, it's actual magic in the book. Yeah, you know, it's not it's not something that uh, that actually exists in real life. Right. So it leads to exhilarating confidence and a sense of opportunity. Yeah. And in uh, spoiler alert, these books have been out for a little while. There's a circumstance under which uh, Ron, uh, Ron Weasley, Ron Weasley, uh, my favorite, uh, Ron is playing a sports match and he thinks he has taken this potion for success in the game and he ends up winning and he's victorious and Hermione was really angry because she thinks that it was unfair that it was a false win because of this liquid luck potion and in the end it turned out that Harry Potter did not give the potion to Ron but Ron believed in himself because he thought he had taken this Felix Felicis and it's your 
mindset really that sets the tone. And he had the confidence because he thought he had this magical power. And whether you have a magical rabbit's foot, whether you have a magic or lucky penny, a lucky shirt, a lucky hubcap, as it might be, that luck is just imbued with whatever you are projecting upon it. If you're me, you have a lucky pressed penny. Yeah. Because I have quite, quite a few of those. Um, but I have a uh, another quote. Um, so many quotes. So many quotes for the price of no quotes. Um, <laughs> I, from an author named Margie Worrell that talks about this. The truth is that lucky people aren't lucky by sheer accident. They're lucky because of the mindset they bring to life. A mindset that accepts bad luck as inevitable, but good luck as something we create by sheer hard work, bravery, and optimism. Look at that. Yeah, exactly. So what does this mean? What is the bottom line of this? And to me, it means that you are in control of your own thoughts and actions, which that is not luck. That is not a leprechaun coming and granting you the wish to just be thin. And you can't control things like the weather. Like we did an episode uh, about gravity issues. Like you can't control the weather. You can't control that the weather might cause a power outage. But what you can't, you know, you might even consider that to be bad luck, even though, you know, it wasn't luck that caused the weather. The weather just happened the way it did, and it happened to cause this power outage. But what you can control is how prepared you are for that power outage and how you react to it. And it's the same thing with uh, losing weight and with your health issues. Yeah, I've heard it said that there's no bad weather only inappropriate clothing. I really like that. I don't think I've heard that before. But that we create our own luck by creating opportunity for ourselves. Luck is noticing and acting on opportunity. So we, again, it's that confirmation bias. If I say, you know, every time I see a lucky penny, it brings me luck. Every time I see it, I'm going to wow, that was lucky. I got, I've got the luck. But when we are focusing on our health goals, it's not chance that I get in daily movement. It's not chance that I go to bed at 930 at night. It's not chance that I have salad in the refrigerator. Yeah. Like those don't magically appear. I have to set an intention. I have to set a practice and a habit to make it easy to follow through on those habits. It's not, you know, suddenly magically I feel like working out. I set a time to do it. I set a space to do it. I have the right gear. Like all of that is preparation and action. So again, looking at the uh, the fallacy of luck article that I saw, lucky people create and notice and act on opportunity. So just like good old Thomas Jefferson, never heard of him before today. <laughs> Definitely some good things about the guy, some bad things about the guy. But that, you know, the harder you work and the more focused you are on moving forward, the more luck you will have. One thing that, um, you know, we keep talking about confirmation bias, and this is a phenomenon where people hold a belief and then they look for things that confirm that belief. They go out of their way to find facts or opinions that back up what they believe. So if you believe that you are lucky or you believe that you are unlucky, you're far more likely to to actually have good luck or bad luck. It depends on the way you see things. You know, Catherine and I were talking before the episode about 
somebody is in a car crash and one person might be like, I had the worst luck. I was in this car crash. And another person might be, I came out of that car crash uninjured. The only problem was that my car was destroyed. I am so lucky that I, that I came out of that without a serious injury. And, you know, it's the exact same incident, but part of it is how you look at it. Well, yeah, too. And I mean, we were talking too about, we, we went to the mall the other day. We took a mile walk to the mall, and we, we we had intended on returning something to the mall. Did did we remember to bring it? We did not. We did not. <laughs> but guess what? We got lucky because we got the steps anyway, we which sure is super did. fun. Was Donald mad about forgetting the thing? I sure was. But guess what? We're lucky because now we get to walk back to we the can mall go back and get more maybe steps today. <laughs> maybe as soon as today. But it's all. I mean, and this isn't about being a Pollyanna who just sees you know your arm gets chopped off and you're like, well, let that. That's great. I've got another arm. We're not talking about being, you know, overly uh, optimistic, but just understanding that we play a role in our mindset and the actions that we take matter because actions are much more powerful than envy. Yeah. I will say that again. Action is more powerful than envy. And oftentimes we envy other people's relationships, their ability to work out, their flexibility, their weight loss, their food habits. We envy, 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 envy. And all that does is keep us stuck in the cement of our own belief system. They've got luck. We have an absence of luck. I know in uh, in physics, there is a theory of uh, a finite amount of energy. So energy just transforms. Yeah. It does not uh, go away. And we think that there's a finite amount of success in the world. Yeah, we let jealousy hold us back. We see somebody else who is able to achieve a weight loss and fitness goal and think, well, that person did it. Now I can't do it because they sucked up all the luck. Like they took that portion of it out of the world. Well, and I think it can really derail us. Like I talked about Cassie Ho uh, from Blogilates. She did a 90-day challenge and she lost about 18, 19 pounds. And seeing her videos from last, summer she looks really good she looks really fit yeah and then suddenly magically the videos that she's posting this january she is really fit like she is super duper duper yeah lucky lucky must be nice but it we see that before and after and imagine luck happened in the middle what happened was her doing 90 days of diligently tracking modifying when she experienced failure like checking in with her uh, support group, posting about it. Like she did all of these things to support her change. And we can think that, wow, she's done it. And now it's too late for me. Like, well, you know, I'm 10 years older than her. So how am I supposed to do it? Like if she's done it by this age, how am I supposed to get anything done? And I think it is incumbent upon us, each of us, to let go of that notion of finite amounts of luck, finite amounts of success, and actually just start taking action instead of living in uh, envy. And why do we do this? Because it is a huge responsibility to recognize that we are responsible for our own actions. I spent most of my life blaming everything except myself. And When I realized and accepted and acknowledged that it was my fault that I was 100 pounds overweight, it was a huge blow to me. I mean, I was distraught over the fact that I had done this to myself. But here's the good news. 
You know how they say that knowing is half the battle? I think it's actually 54% of the battle. Whoa. Which I was not a math major, <laughs> but I'm going to say that is more Are you than saying G.I. Joe was not correct? Knowing is 54% of the battle. Knowledge is knowing, and <laughs> knowing is 54%. Exactly. But I realized that I could control what I put in my mouth, that I could control when I went to bed, that I could control how much walking I was doing, how many calories I was burning. And when you assume responsibility and control over your thoughts and actions, you realize, and I realized, that I could change any of it. I could change how I was eating. I could change how I was exercising. I could do that. I waited until a type 2 diabetes diagnosis came along to take control of all of that, but I did not have to, and you don't have to, and you can take actions right now so that the health issue doesn't come along that prevents you from even being able to take control of your actions, because there is a certain point at which your luck runs out, and the health issue takes over, and then you can't do it. So don't wait like I did. Do well, it now. And that's, I mean, we've said it before, but for years, my blood work was really good. Yeah. And that, I used that as an excuse to not take care of my health, because I just figured that that would be forever. And I got lucky, quote unquote, that I didn't end up with a type 2 diabetes diagnosis. Right. But that luck running out, like at some point, inactivity is going to matter when you're 80 years old and you can't pick yourself up off the floor. It's going to matter when you're diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. It's going to matter when you can't carry your own groceries up the stairs because you're not physically fit. Like it catches up with us. And we can rely on luck or we can increase the chance of luck by actually taking action. Uh, James Clear talked about um, which James Clear, author of Atomic Habits, yeah, by the way, uh, friend, friend of, of the, the show. show. <laughs> <laughs> he said, we can't control our luck, only our effort and preparation. So he also talked about, I mean, and I'm paraphrasing like casting a wide net. We've all heard that before. Yeah. The more opportunities you give yourself, the more chances are that success will come of that. If you send out one resume and you don't get the job, you think you have bad luck. If you cast out 500 resumes, there is a much higher likelihood yeah. that you will get some sort of response because you're casting a wider net. Well, and the same and thing is true of weight loss and fitness. You know, I you... was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Sorry. That's so weird. Please go ahead. That's so weird. No, you, you talk. I was just going to say that, um, you know, if you just focus on one thing or you you just decide to do, you know, something like Weight Watchers Online, or you just focus on meal prep, um, you're probably not going to be, in air quotes, as lucky as you would be if you also focus on your exercise and your sleep and your drinking water and you expose yourself to podcasts and books and maybe accountability groups online. Um, you're much likely to increase your chances of good luck if you if you cast that wide net and sample all of those things. And also, I know we were talking about it before, the idea of someone who is investing in their future. One person buys lottery tickets and scratch-offs yeah. every week, and the other person puts $50 into a 401k every week. And one person is hoping that luck, consistency, 
of scratch offs is going to get them to that, you know, jackpot that that, you know, the the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, and someone else is putting money into a secure investment. Yeah, your chances of winning the lottery are something like one in 14 million. Like I read that pretty recently. And your chances of of earning money if you put it away every week are a 100%. (laughs) But it's it's that taking a chance and wanting that risk. And there is a big risk in not doing anything or or hoping that chance will be your way out. I know, I mean, and I, I think it is a magical thinking thing, too, because I know our daughter has talked about kind of get rich quick schemes. Yeah. And we're such bummers. I know I am a total bummer. <laughs> but, you know, in, always bringing reality she's down like, Could you on please her? just not teach me a valuable lesson right now. But that that thing of wanting that luck, that one weird pill, that one trick, that one hit class, that one gym, that one food, that magic detox. Like yeah. we've, we've actually gotten a lot of solicitations from companies who want to advertise on our show that obviously don't listen to our show because yeah. they're like, will you promote this detox tea or this detox salve or yeah, this, this detox? This magical weight loss kit, you know, and it's like, uh, yeah, this is not our, our thing. But we... W- wouldn't it be amazing if there was one weird trick? Yeah, like, if there was a pill we would or, be a, or a potion or business something. business if it were true, but we can keep waiting. I tried for 25 years to find that one weird trick, and I could have just been losing like a pound a month, boring yeah. and slow, putting it away, putting it away, but I kept waiting for that trick. And it felt, like Donald said, it felt unfair to finally realize like, oh my gosh, I have wasted did 40 years waiting for a trick when I could have just been taking a single step every day. And I am grateful that listening to podcasts, reading books, being part of support communities, and expanding that net of weight loss has truly changed my life. Because before, I thought, just eat these five foods and you'll lose weight. I did nothing to deal with my mindset. I did nothing to deal with boundaries, not anything to do with improving my relationship. And I feel like It took time and effort and consistency, but our lives are only better because we played an active role in making them better. We still have the same jobs. We still have the same circumstance, but our outlooks are different. And it's huge and it's difficult, but it is unfortunately the way that it gets done. But speaking of reading things, uh, you found some helpful tips for our listeners. I did. Uh, some of on... them I found in my head and some of them I found on the interweb. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as we've already oh. pointed out, uh, knowing is 54% of the battle. <laughs> so I'm going to give you 55%. No, yeah. I don't um, But the things that you can do, we've said it before, stay in your own lane. Don't be envious of others. If you can find inspiration in others and things that you think, gosh, I could probably put that into my life also, that's helpful. If you're listening to us, you've already tried to find inspiration in others. (laughs) But stay in your own lane. Focus on what you can control. Focus on what you're willing to do. Don't worry about what Mary Lou Renton did in the 1984 Olympics. Yeah, this is one of the hardest ones for me, but, but super important. So the next thing is to decide what you can control. We did our gravity issues episode where we talked about things outside of our control, like politics, the weather, 
interest rates. We can't control those things. What we can control is when we go to sleep, the food that we eat, the way we spend our emotional time, yeah, the boundaries that we set with others, our personal mindset, the way we talk to ourselves and others. Those are the things that we can control. So getting really in tune with that is important. Break a large task into small goals and stepping stones. If you want to run a marathon and you have never run, yeah. you d- it's not run outside and suddenly you've run a marathon. You start a training program where you build up your stamina and your ability over time. And this one is huge. I I am a victim or I I what I did to myself over and over again for many years was I would see some giant task in front of me and I would just not do anything because it yeah. just seems so overwhelming. And not just with weight loss, but the idea of losing 100 pounds just seems so overwhelming. But breaking that down into just saying like, okay, I'm just going to lose five pounds. And then you do that and you, and you move on to five more and you just focus on what's in front of you. But I have, I've taken that to many other aspects of my life. I have, you know, some giant organizational task or it's like clean out the storage unit. It's like, well, clean out the storage unit is huge, but I could focus on this one bin that's in there and I could try and get that done. And you know what? Then I can do another bin. And if I do that enough times, eventually the storage unit is cleaned out. Yeah. I was listening to a finance podcast and they talked about people who had not yet saved uh, at age 50. Hey, I know someone who's age 50. And who has not saved anything. (laughs) You have. Um, But the question that the financial person said was, you haven't started yet. What can you do today? Could you put $50 aside? Yeah. Or do you want to talk about this again in five years? Do you want to start today with $50? Right. Or do you want to ignore it and pretend it doesn't exist until you're 55 and then be even more stressed out? Right. Small, consistent effort over time matters. Um, make the habit easy to do when you are looking at adding ways to add fitness or health into your life. If your gym clothes are up in the top of a closet behind all of the Christmas decorations, probably not gonna do the habit. Yeah. I have a little basket under a chair in our bedroom that has my workout shoes and my you know, gym clothes all ready for me so that the habit is easy. I put the food in the refrigerator that is easy to reach, low calorie, right up front so that I can grab it. Yeah. When you make it easy for yourself, you're making the whole process easier. It doesn't have to be difficult or painful. Change the way you talk to yourself. Uh, There's a book called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Homesteader. And I thought that that was a load of hooey four years ago. Yeah, sorry for that harsh language, everybody. I thought that it was people were born positive, but it turns out it takes repetition. It takes practice to believe in yourself and to say, you know what? I can figure this out. Yeah. Again, it's another skill like any other skill, and you have to learn it and you have to practice it. Do it over and over again until you get it right. Right. And find opportunity all around you. We've said it before, we don't have gym memberships, we don't have meal plans, we don't have weight loss coaches. Everything that we've done is based on what is available in our surroundings, what we can afford, online resources, and places we've decided to invest in. Sure, we've spent money on Fitbits. Sure, we've spent money on podcasting gear. We don't have to go above and beyond our current capabilities in order to make progress. Find opportunity 
all around you because it's there. It's sort of that what you set your mind to, you'll find the positivity. Like, oh, I there's not a gym nearby, but gosh, there's a great, you know, place to walk right down the street or we can walk to the mall to return things and forget them. And yeah. And, back and later. you know, even with Catherine and I, um, if you love going to the gym, that's great. But uh, neither of us were really into it. But yet we felt like we had to do it all the time. But this time we have designed things so that we get our exercise uh, not going to the gym. We we walk, we do our rebounders at home, we can do it in front of the television, we do exercise videos that are right here at home. Makes it very easy just to get up, walk out in the living room and do it rather than having to go through a whole thing of a gym membership and driving somewhere and parking and everything else. So make it convenient, make it something that you actually like and make it something that um, that you're going to keep doing. So again, action is much better than envy, and we associate the co- the uh, the color green with envy, don't we? Sort of like leprechauns we sure and do. shamrocks. Leprechauns and-, and envy are green, and beer once a year. Exactly in the uh, the Chicago River, uh, but look for opportunity all around you. Decide that noticing and taking action leads to opportunity. Get out of your comfort zone a little bit. Take some some uh, responsible chances. Be curious about your surroundings. Investigate opportunities around you. Be vulnerable and ask questions because the more closed off I was, I was only getting my perspective. And I've said it before. When I started this, my mindset was so negative. I knew that I was toxic to myself, and I knew I needed other voices in my head to help guide me in the right direction. And I was right, and it you worked. You were right. And now I'm fixed. Luckily, I've ever. always had a very positive luckily. outlook. Yes, <laughs> luckily. <laughs> oh, no. And it's not true. So after listening to all of this, you know that luck is something that you make yourself and you can look for bad luck or you can look for good luck. And we create all of that ourselves. We have the opportunity, each and every one of us, to wake up every day with a positive mindset, with a growth mindset, looking for opportunities to help support our goals. And it takes time and effort to get that mindset, but I promise you it is so worth it. If Donald and I can do it, if we can lose oh weight goodness, yes. despite all of our negativity, I know that you can do it too. So think about the way you look at your life and luck and envy and start taking responsibility for the parts of your life that you can control because I promise you it will pay off a lot more than uh, chasing rainbows. Don't go chasing rainbows. <laughs> Wait, no, that's don't or go chasing waterfalls. waterfalls. <laughs> yeah, either of those things or leprechauns. Um, but I know one thing that I am super, super lucky to have you, Catherine Weigel, in my life. And you are an inspiration it to me took every effort. day. It yes. took effort, didn't it? Consistent yes. over time. You it got, really did. You paid off. That's it, another episode. <laughs> it really did. Um, and thank you, listeners, for uh, putting in the hard work of listening to our show. Uh, I will link in the show notes to the other episodes of the show that we talked about in case you want to be lucky enough to go back and uh, listen to all of those. And um, if you could do something for us and go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and a review, we would feel ever so lucky if you would please do 
do that. Uh, we would really appreciate it. it. Helps people find the show, gets the word out uh, when they search for uh, for this kind of show. Uh, it's much more likely that our uh, that uh, we only look thin will come up in the uh, search results when people are looking for it. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitters at We Only Look Thin. You can email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com to ask questions or uh, give us uh, some advice about what to do on the next episode. That'd be great. You can also go to our website, weonlylookthin.com, and you can click on the uh, one thing you can do there is click on the Join Our Support Group link and find out more about Walt Place, We Only Look Thin Place, which is a support group, online support group for women. Um, and uh, there are many wonderful women who are lucky enough to be members. <laughs> I think he thinks he's getting paid by every time he says every lucky, time I say he lucky, gets five yeah, cents. Exactly. And whether he says no, leprechaun, I get a, I get he a gets... gold chocolate coin every time oh, I say it. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Thank you, each and every one of you, for listening. We feel very lucky to have all of you as listeners. And if you still can't tell the difference between purple horseshoes and green clovers and pink stars and whatever other kind of marshmallows are out there, just remember that Catherine and I are (laughs) magically delicious and also inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. Should we do an acapella version of the opener? No. Are we recording? We are recording. <laughs> <laughs>